Her Podcast, a broadcast of the Arizona Chapter of Women in Insurance and Financial Services, the only financial services organization with programming for women by women. Welcome back to the Counting on Her Podcast. I am your host, Amber, and I'm so excited to welcome Megan and Callie to the show today. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. So today we're going to talk about the remarkable collaboration that has emerged here between a forward-thinking nonprofit organization and a dedicated sponsor. So Megan, I've known you for about two years now through WIFS, but I would like the audience to get to know you a little bit better. And I'm going to pass the mic to you so you can tell us a little bit more about the Arizona Leadership Foundation and yourself and just what do you do every day to help these lovely people? Thanks, Amber. So like you said, Arizona Leadership Foundation, we are a local nonprofit here in the state of Arizona. We became an organization in 2012. We saw a need for empowering parents to make educational choices for their children, but without having a financial hindrance to do that. So luckily, the state of Arizona has a tax credit program where we are able to partner with insurance companies or C corporations to redirect their tax liability to us instead of paying the Arizona Department of Revenue. We then use those tax redirections to provide scholarships to either children that have disabilities, have been in foster care, or fall into the low income bracket. We then use those scholarship dollars to empower parents to choose the school that is right for their family. I felt like when I first met you, it's different than a typical nonprofit. I feel like you guys really package it specific to the child and what their needs are. Can you elaborate on that? So ALF, Arizona Leadership Foundation, we work with about 180 to 190 different private schools across the state of Arizona. Okay. So all the way in northern Arizona, we have a few on the Indian Reservation up there, all the way down to the southern border in Yuma and everything in between, right? So we're allowing families to make choices on what's best for their children, right? That's awesome. I have a child who goes to public school. I also have a child who goes to private school, right? And so it's just giving those parents that power to Mm -hmm. say what's best, what's best for their own child, because nobody knows their child better than the parent, right? You have two siblings doing something different. Two siblings doing something different. So that's awesome that you can choose that, right? And so other families that might need some assistance can come, and it's just not one city in Arizona. I think that's what I found unique is, is I do some nonprofit at work and it's Scottsdale or it's Phoenix only. What about the rest of the state? Absolutely. And that's where you really see the Northern and Southern regions who oftentimes to your point, get forgotten, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want them to be forgotten mm-hmm. because their education is just as important as the children in Scottsdale or Phoenix or Gilbert or Glendale. So yeah, we love what we do. We love being able to partner with local insurance companies to make a direct impact mm-hmm. on bettering education across the state, right? Cause it's going to take this next generation to empower them to move forward and grow. And now a word from our sponsor. The Counting on Her podcast is brought to you by the Arizona Leadership Foundation. The Arizona Leadership Foundation proudly provides scholarship assistance to private schools and disabled and displaced schools throughout Arizona with no preference to religious or political affiliation. We believe parents should have a choice when it comes to the education of their children. To learn more, please visit ArizonaLeader.org. 
the financial industry. We're trying to bring some more talent into the industry and certainly make it a little more exciting. I feel that the younger people don't see that there's so many things they can do to help with financial services that could be done a number of ways. So that kind of leads the conversation over to you, Callie. And how did you get into this industry just right out of college? Yeah, thanks, Amber. Well, the joke in the insurance industry is nobody plans to go into the insurance industry. (laughs) You just end up here. But um, I was fortunate enough to get an internship with the current company that I'm with, Philadelphia Insurance Companies, about seven years ago now, which is crazy to think Mm -hmm. about. And I thought I wanted to do the glamorous advertising thing and (laughs) fell into it. But my company specializes in really fun niches and nonprofits and schools are two niches that we support. So it's been a great alignment with Arizona Leadership Foundation and that we have common values where we really care about our community. That's the core of who we are. And what I've really fallen in love with with the insurance industry is there's a lot of different avenues for people to pursue, whether it's risk management Mm -hmm. or underwriting, if you like crunching the numbers. But more than anything, what we get to do is protect organizations and allow them to do what they do best, which is take care of our community and provide these services. So it's been an incredible opportunity for me. And there's definitely a need to bring more people into our industry. (laughs) Well, thank you for spearheading that. So you two ladies found each other through more of your network. And I always think about the benefits of different organizations, things that you might choose, whether it's church or different organization or membership. But you two found each other through, I think, a mutual colleague. So that's where this partnership started. I want you guys to talk and explain a little bit about how this premium tax sponsorship works, because we can say, oh, yes, that makes sense. There's dollars that are going back and forth. But can you talk about how these organizations, these larger companies are supposed to do certain things and how that can actually be redirected to a nonprofit? You touched on it lightly, but can you speak to that a little bit more about how you guys found each other and then truly how this works from an insurance company over to the foundation? Can I call it a foundation or is it an organization? Uh, Both. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, our official name is foundation, but Uh we are an organization too. Yeah. But Arizona Leadership Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this program's unique. There's not a ton of states that have adopted it. Luckily, more people or more states, I should say, are adopting this opportunity. But as an insurance company, we do have to pay this money to the state, right? We have insurance (laughs) premium taxes that we have to pay. Mm -hmm. And so this is a really amazing opportunity for us as a company to actively redirect this money that we owe and provide opportunities through what Arizona Leadership Foundation offers, which is Mm -hmm. opportunities for students who may not otherwise have the ability to go to a private school or a school that specializes with students with disabilities Mm -hmm. and provide them with a chance to really flourish and have future success in their careers. So it's a no-brainer for us at Philly and Tokyo Marine, our parent company, to support Arizona Leadership Foundation and the Student Tuition Organization Program. And we plan to continue to do that as it does expand across the country. So Megan, if there is a listener here, counting on her listener that says, oh, that is me, we need to do something. Is it as simple as making a call and you guys have the process and structure all set up so it's pretty seamless from there? It is, yeah. So this will be our 11th year as an organization. And we've been ranked Arizona's number one Mm -hmm. in terms of funds in, funds out, right? We really believe that we shouldn't be holding on to those funds in our bank account. Companies like Philadelphia entrust us to redirect those funds for them. And so 
we highly believe in paying schools in the months of August, September, right? Okay. So that families have that security that their tuition is partly covered, fully covered, whatever they're eligible for. So once a company decides that, yes, this sounds like something they want to do, they would reach out to us. We fill out an application and submit to the Arizona Department of Revenue on behalf of the company. So really, we need you know their tax ID number and that kind of stuff and the dollar amount they're wishing to redirect. But other than that, we handle everything. We'll submit that to the DUR. The program works on the Arizona fiscal year calendar. So we opened July 3rd, I believe this year. And it's about a 20 day. I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah, it's about a 20 day give or take process for the Arizona Department of Revenue to say, yes, there's money left on the cap. So there is an overall cap for the state of Arizona. And that just kind of helps with checks and balances, right? Sure. It allows police to still be funded, fire to still mm. be funded, public school to still be funded. And once we've met this premium tax or corporate tax liability, this STO program shuts down until the next year. Interesting. So the cap this year is $142 million. Wow. Last year, our organization raised or redirected $43 million with the help of companies like Philly, right? Mm -hmm. Who are really invested in changing their local communities and making a difference. Okay. So you talked about making a difference. So Megan, if we want to apply this to the Counting on Her listeners' lives, can you share a little bit about what you're seeing on the other side? So dollars come in, it's been redirected, you've met those caps. Tell us a little bit about this just in real life. What do you see? Sure. So in real life, parents apply to us in April, May, and June, and that's making sure they're eligible, right? They have to be submit their taxes to make sure that they are considered a truly low-income family, or they have to submit an IEP, a 504 plan to show that their child does have some sort of disability that's recognized by the state. Once they're approved, we then use those tax dollars, send it to the school. So instead of going to, let's say, a private elementary school that costs $7,000 a year, most families, that's a huge financial burden mm-hmm. for them, times mm-hmm. multiple children in their oh, family, sure. right? And so mom and dad are worrying about how do we pay tuition? How do we have groceries? How do we pay electricity? And so we're able to alleviate that stress of the financial burden that's on their back to better their children's lives. You know, when we're talking about Northern to Southern Arizona or even some communities right here in the heart of Phoenix, private school is something they never thought they could accomplish. Mm-hmm. By graduating high school, now they're able to see college is something I can do. Mm-hmm. They're in touch with great guidance counselors. A lot of times we have our insurance companies come to the schools that we partner with, right? And they're able to see directly the students that they're impacting. Oh, good. And then vice versa, right? These girls, right? Uh-huh. If we're talking about our crowding on her uh-huh. audience, right? These girls are able to see Callie come to their school, see her as a successful businesswoman in the insurance world, That's right? That's gotta be exciting. Like she was mentioning earlier, right? Insurance is not this like, <laughs> yes, that's it's not. <laughs> I've never heard that before. But, but, you know, hopefully a 12-year-old girl, a 16-year-old Absolutely. girl is able to see, you know what, that might be something that could change my life. I could go to school. I could get an internship like Callie mentioned, and mm-hmm. I could not only change my life, but my family's life, be mm-hmm. the first one to graduate from school, from high school, from college, and then really make a direct impact and have that come full circle. Yeah. If we can take away and alleviate the stress that comes from if the lower income family 
A lot of chronic stress can come from feeling the stress of not being able to have certain opportunities. So obviously this can help all families. You know, we're not just excluding the dads and the husbands and so on, but certainly the whole thing put together can truly give people hope and build out opportunities for the future. So if we were to close today with just a takeaway between you two working together, what you've seen, what would you like the audience to know before we wrap it up today? I would just say, you know, everyone in your network is providing something to you. You never know who you're going to meet, meet everyone. Mm -hmm. And then also just being open-minded to programs that are in your community. I think this is something that prior to entering the insurance industry, I didn't know existed. So being open-minded to learning about those opportunities and taking advantage of them can really open the doors to some incredible experiences and people. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think the open-mindedness, right? And being Mm -hmm. willing to network and just say, this might be something that our company can do to change our local community is so directly impactful that once you participate, you don't stop. You know, like Kelly Mm -hmm. said, they've been doing it for several years now, multi-million dollars worth of redirection that's Mm -hmm. 100% dedicated to Arizona that they can see that return. Yeah, and we'll link up different information. So in the podcast summaries, people can find you. But really a takeaway that I would share for everyone too is if you don't feel like you have a connection to an organization like this or your network doesn't have friends or colleagues that are doing something like this, reach out to us. We're happy to introduce, but also we have so many opportunities whether it's online, even if you don't show up in person, there's always ways to donate dollars, maybe donate time or virtually, but it sounds like you can also get the benefit of seeing people firsthand. So that's always the fun fruit of it all when you're participating. So really appreciate you being here today and sharing how you're making a big difference in Arizona and probably throughout the nation when they move on after getting support. So I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, Amber. Thank you, Philadelphia Insurance, too. Thank you, Arizona Leadership. The Counting on Her podcast is a service of WIFS Phoenix, attracting, developing, and advancing women in the financial services industry. For more information, please visit us at wifsphx.com. Thank you for listening.